0: Hello, welcome to Sitcom Geeks. I'm Dave Cohen. And I'm James Carey. And welcome to episode 198 of uh, the show. And uh, so today uh, we're going to ask a question. And the uh, the question is, a question we've asked before but in a different time, but um, it, it's prescient now. The question is, what is comedy drama?
1: And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't have, know why that just makes me laugh. It's yeah. like, oh, I can see. It's sort of, here we go again. And I can see James' sort of shoulders know, well, we sort of uh,
0: on this Zoom call. I can see them sinking and the James sighing a little bit. But I, before we go into it in much detail, I will answer the question um, with a very, very straightforward answer, which is comedy drama is what the BBC Writers' Room are asking for uh, this autumn. They want you to write a script there's a window that's going to be open through December, and the deadline will be usually it's usually the first week of january um so you've got t- till December to start kind of thinking about it you've got till the, the end of december to, to to write it and send it in so this feels like a good time to be exploring it and seeing you know well you know what do they want and the the the, the good news is that now when since uh john petrie took over as head of uh tv comedy um we now have the definition we now, that 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 is clear we now have for, for sitcom so we now know that sitcom is distinguished from comedy drama, we know that they are looking for uh, self contained episodes of shows that don 't have a n- narrative arc or they 're not mm. you know there may be a narrative arc, but then that 's not the main priority. The main priority is exactly the sort of thing we like uh, to talk about and we like to do, which is sitcom sitcom sitcom, but it does now then mean that there is another department the drama department that are looking for shows that have comedy in them. And um, I think, you know, we are as qualified as anyone to at least be able to
1: help point you in the right direction. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, because comedy drama is absolutely everywhere and yet we still struggle to define what it is. But I think in a way we're probably now clear, as you say, partly thanks to the BBC on what a, what a sitcom is, that it is, you know, it is a half hour comedy, which works in its own right. It isn't a long running serialized thing. Um, And even though you could watch it out of order in the in the days of streaming and everything else, people tend to not watch things out of order now. And that's all fine. Um, But yeah, tonally, they're just kind of different. Um, But you've, you've had some, you've done a little I don't want to sound surprised here, but Dave's actually done a bit of research for this episode. <laughs> um, do you want to say a bit about the people that you've asked in particular yeah. about about well, for, this?
0: First of all, I'd like to apologise for having uh, researched uh, this. You know, uh, She <laughs> should be ashamed, know, Dave. Not, not winging it. <laughs> No. Um but no actually I did um I did some research because I did some uh, emails about this and I'll be doing I'll, I'll be running these sort of um these, these sort of free emails again uh in a, a couple of weeks or so. Um but I spoke to because well it, it was really out of necessity at the time because you know it was about Three or four years ago, I think wasn't it, James? When we did that, um, they had that kind of comedy um, workshop thing in Stratford in London, yeah. Um, and everybody, all the uh, all the commissioners were saying, comedy drama, comedy with a narrative. It's all. I mean, it was a, it was a sort of peak Fleabag time, I think. And they would yeah. just say, you know, we want comedy with, you know, we want we want a story, we want hard hitting, we want da da da, and you know, yeah, but but what what do you really want well you know that's you have to that's up to you um which mm. and so what I thought i'd do would do is i would was speak to people I know with with you know with the knowledge of it so I went first of all to 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 Danny Peak, who of course we've subsequently spoken to a lot on here about uh you know he writes not going out, which is pure sitcom but he's also written uh, code four o four which is very much kind of comedy drama uh, for Sky. Uh, and I also spoke to uh, Lisa Holdsworth, who is uh, mainly known as a drama writer, but she writes shows like sort of Ackley Bridge, Call the Midwife, um, the, the, the new version of the James Harriet show. Yeah. So she's got a very good comic Uh, you know she has a real sort of comic uh, touch to her writing so she's drama who writes comedy uh, and Danny is uh, comedy who writes drama Um, but the first person I spoke to was um, Amanda Farley who's no longer at BBC Writers' Room but she she kind of helped a lot because she's This is sort of quite important because she said, you know, I I said, you know, what are the BBC writers room uh, looking for and what is going to be different? Um, So the first we'll we'll deal with her first, because she said, you know, it's um, and, and she mentioned Fleabag. She said. You know, uh, by definition, to begin with, uh, shows like Fleabag and Back to Life, she would consider them more comedy drama than, say, shows like Ghosts or Miranda. You know, she says both Ghosts and Miranda uh, are 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 big and silly, uh, and drama isn't central to them. They they both do have drama in them, but um, they are fun and silly and light in tone. That's not what we're looking for with this opportunity. And, you know, she says it's not a clear definition, but if you think about this kind of show you want to write, um, you know, you're, you're looking for um, beyond beyond just the kind of, silly silly stuff happening you are looking for um dramatic tension um and again she mentions fleabag that's you know that the, the drama drives everything forward uh to its tragic end in a very funny way and the first season is about the death of a friend and the second is about a forbidden impossible love so that way it sort of follows rules of comedy and drama
1: yeah i mean I'm going to push back on that slightly. Yeah. Amanda is delightful and uh, she's, yeah, I really enjoy talking to Amanda. I think what she's doing there to put some clear water between them is quite right, but is slightly downplaying the drama that is absolutely essential for a comedy. Uh, so a sitcom isn't funny unless you care. And therefore the characters are super important. And therefore the character quests and plots and stories are a manifestation of that character but i think she's right in the sense of they're all driving the story is driving it forward in a way that you know in a sitcom it's very much the character who's driving it forward and it and it sort of goes full circle and blows itself out to some extent before starting again next week um hmm. but all of the great you know i mean who could say that there wasn't great drama in only fools and horses you know the 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 great british sitcom yeah
0: uh, but I I think, um, and I, I'd, I'd like to go with Miranda and Fleabag um, together yeah. because I think it, it, it's it's a really good comparison. Because I think yeah, you is. know, for for all their differences, those shows are remarkably uh, similar in in that they are they are kind of dealing with the same thing, which is you know, what is it? What is it to be a Single woman in your early thirties in twenty first mm. century Britain, um, you know the answer is very different to what it would have been, you know, five years, ten years earlier. Um, and there's, I, I've just been writing a thing about this, but there's, there's, you know, there's no shortage of of, of uh, drama and and dramatic kind of uh, difference between, for instance, Miranda and her mum. You know, it's as mm. is every way as sort of fraught and, uh, uh, a relationship as as as, as um, Fleabag's relationship with her family, but as as you said there, James, it just it the the the, the difference is it, it it kind of it resolves itself for now at the end mm. of the episode, and we come back and we'll see more of it next week. So we we're, we're not moving we're not moving it on. Whereas Fleabag very much. You know, one the the, the one action the, the 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 actions and consequences are not self-contained. You know, the mm. the the relationship with the the priest in, in series two of Fleabag, you know, is kind of has cliffhanger endings each week and 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 moves forward. You know, that whole story very much moves forward, um, but there are still sort of uh, comedic sitcom comedic elements in Fleabag that that kind of resolve themselves within an episode. so But but you can see how that's less yep. important than the pushing of the narrative forward. Whereas in Miranda, what's really important is coming back the next week and, and doing the same that same
1: thing all over again. Yeah. I guess the it comes down to then also the motivation of the writer, which is, what is the motivation for you writing, you know, a script for this show? And I would say, if in the writer's room, as it were, you're saying... Funniest wins, okay? We're gonna do whatever is the funniest version of this. And if there's, you know, and there'll need to be drama to make it funny, but ultimately we're gonna choose the funniest path for this episode and it's all gonna resolve itself. Um, and then next time we're gonna do a different version of the same show. So in some senses, a sitcom episode, every sitcom uh, episode is another version of the same story to, to a greater or lesser extent. It's, another, it's a new way for our main character to try and fail to do something. Um, whereas if you're, if you're fundamentally about the story of the characters, so you may all be about the characters, but if you're fundamentally about the story, the long-running story of the character, then that is not a sitcom. That is a comedy drama. And if, if the cliffhanger at the end of every episode is important to you, and important to the story and important to what you're trying to do, then I guess it is a comedy drama. You can have and you know so I guess you can have an episodic comedy drama in the sense of like a comedy murder mystery, which is to some extent what Shakespeare and Hathaway uh, is you know and I wrote an episode of that uh, last year. Um, but it's more that that kind of is that that's like a funny version of an established dramatic genre which has its own rules. And I guess just to move the conversation on a bit, for me, although I think it, I just felt, it felt like an abrogation of responsibility at that meeting in Stratford for the commissioners to say, well, it's up to you to decide what a comedy drama is. I just don't think that's the case um, because the audience are bringing baggage with it. And at some point, a scheduler is going to say, what is this? Where am I putting it? Is this a comedy or is it a drama? Or is it a comedy drama? Or, you know, where, where, where does this go? So you, you do need answers to these questions. But I would say that that's all out of your hands. But as a writer, you need to know what it is. You need to know what the world is. You need to know what you're trying to do with it. So if it is a funny version of an established dr- drama genre, so if it's a funny police procedural... If it's a funny who done it, if it's a funny fake, um, uh, you know, uh, I, well, I, I'm, you know, if if it's a funny version of a serious thing, uh, then then that's great. That that we sort of know what it is. Actually, it may still teeter towards sitcom at that point. And um, but I think you need to be clear what the what the world is, what the rules are. You need to establish those so that no one's in any doubt. You know with by page ten, what kind of a show this is, um, rather than getting to the end and going oh it 's a comedy drama, not a comedy because it 's got a cliffhanger <laughs> that's that 's still not quite going to do it i don 't think
0: yeah, I mean it is tricky, you know because i mean who who knows better than than uh, Danny Peak really you know i mean he 's a fantastic writer he's he 's written hundred well not hundreds but lots and lots of audience sitcom tv audience sitcom episodes for lee Mack, and then um you know which is as as audience sitcom as you can be but he's also now written i think he's on to about series three or four of code four or four which has been very successful and it, you know he says you know the cliche is that comedy drama is what you call a comedy when it isn't funny and <laughs> and then Sort of counterintuitively, he says, and actually, I I agree with that. You know, you expect him to say no, no, oh no, 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 but actually, yeah. yeah, he's saying it's a sitcom. Um, but somewhere along the way, I'm going to have to change. I'm 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 still there's still going to be lots of jokes, character-driven jokes in here, but you know, I'm going to have to. Um, replace some of that or that there's going to have to be more of a story going on as well that isn't going to just resolve itself this week i'm going to have to have a story that's that's going to stretch over six episodes you know so i'm going to not just have to pace out my a plot so that it starts in the first two minutes and resolves itself after sort of 25 i've got this i've got this b plot that is going to take Six episodes, and I'm going to need to, you know, it's going to need to have a kind of all is lost moment in at sort of three quarters of the way through episode five or something, you know, rather than just three quarters of the way through the episode. So it is a little bit about, uh, I, I, about, you know, there being, there being less comedy in there. Um, Mm. But I guess then as far as I'm concerned I think you know it's its that it then becomes a thing about well how do you make the story funny and it and you know it comes back to the characters um, it always comes back to character so um, you know whether you're writing comedy drama or sitcom you still need characters who who are trying to get something um, and um, that they don't get due to flaws in their in their mm. character. So so that kind of that's still it's still the case. It is still you know it's still what you're doing with sitcom, but it does have that extra layer of of uh, drama. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does, but God, it's just so slippery, isn't it? <laughs> it I mean, is. Yeah. I mean, it's and I'm just thinking how do they know at the BBC writers' room when they start reading a script whether this ter- I mean whether this turns out to be a sitcom or not. I mean, we've, say, in all the hundreds of scripts that we've read uh, in the last year, uh, between us and partly for our hat-trick competition, uh, quite a lot felt like a comedy drama. And that's not to say it's because they weren't that funny. It's because they really were trying to set up a much longer story. Um, And I guess my worry with that is, that's really hard to do, when you're up against some pretty stiff competition as well. I, I don't know. I mean, well, that, but... I, I had that exact thing
0: happen because I've just been uh, doing some judging for the uh, the BAFTA Roachcliffe um, uh, comedy mm. script thing, and I, I was um, I kind of came came in at a sort of slightly later stage as that uh, happens, and uh, there were you know most of the scripts felt like self-contained uh, sitcom, but one was very very clearly um it became clear by page 10 but um it it, it was only um it, the the setup was potentially oh this is a sitcom about a dad you know a stay-at-home dad who takes his kid to the nursery that's run by this sort of slightly um slightly older slightly disciplinary and stricter sort of woman um and you know eventually by the first ten pages, it it turns out that this guy he he thought he saw a murder, and this woman who runs the sort of playgroup, uh, used to be a policewoman, and so it's you know you look at that and you just think oh okay, um, yeah series sixteen episode four hundred and ninety two you can see how this could mm. very easily become. Uh, comedy drama And, and, and and I suppose I'm giving the commissioners a bit of benefit of the doubt in that one in which I could say yeah you know when it's a comedy drama because the writer has done very well to set it up I mean for the first six or seven pages I was reading it thinking this is quite funny it's moving along it's about a bloke whose wife is you know my wife has got a high powered job she's very busy he's at home looking after the kid you know yeah I've seen scripts like this and this is nicely written and there's this sort of slightly stern woman who's running the the, the music group and you know and he's a man and he's out of place and so mm. so far so yeah yeah and this is nice and then you know ah hang on <laughs> it's about it's about a uh, uh, good cop bad cop you know so it's, it's a classic uh, odd couple detect cozy detective drama uh, mm. thing um so you know well done well done that writer so yeah. i think that that's that's how i could tell that's how you know that's a, that that's kind of how you do it really isn't it mm. so yeah. you you have to be a very good writer to do that
1: so what are the bbc writers room actually looking for how how are they so we've heard from amanda but what's the kind of the official line um and you know what do we what can we what can we glean from that
0: well uh you know be aware of the sort of classic bland bbc corporate speak um distinctive voices yes that, you know, you sort of think about when you see these phrases and you think about the opposite. So we're looking for people who aren't saying anything new. Um, no, they're looking for distinctive voices. And again, it is difficult, isn't it? I mean, and again, remember with the hat-trick competition, there was one uh, script that, that um, the, the hat-trick people were not were kind of dismissive of, but you and I kind of batted for it because... Mm. For for all its faults, the, the, there was a really strong voice coming through it, and mm. and we were able to persuade them that that was mm. you know you you said you wanted distinctive voices, well this is a distinctive voice, and they sort of said they looked at it again and said yeah I see what you you mean now so yeah
1: and then there was a there was another script that felt like a, a well executed um, alternative to an already existing quite successful show as well wasn't there without yeah. naming any names at all <laughs> yeah and so in a way it was it was a fun read mm. but it ultimately wasn't that distinctive because it felt like we'd seen it before yeah um we were slightly surprised at the the identity of the writer as it turned out but that <laughs> in a way the audience don't care yeah. um the, the reader doesn't care so but yeah. so i think the distinctiveness of the voice is important but i guess again it's it's that fine line between entertainment and art to some extent is a sitcom is trying to entertain and sometimes it does it and makes you think at the same time and the really good ones do but fundamentally you know the entertainer is trying to make himself disappear for the sake of the audience having a lovely time and actually sometimes you can do that with a distinctive voice but actually, in in the comedy drama drama world, the distinctiveness of that voice and shining a light on a world that we've not seen before in a really interesting and timely way um, is super important about what you have to say about this situation now that other people couldn't have said before and that other people can't say now because you have access and insight and experience uh, or lived experience of a particular uh, of a particular situation, um but then again, you can still say that so I would mm. say a bluestone four two Richard Hurst and I wrote a sitcom set in an active war zone in Afghanistan, despite not being British soldiers ourselves and never having been and would never like to have been so you you can research it and find the voice, mm. but there and there was a timeliness to it, and lots you know lots of planets aligned to make it happen, but I think there 's an extent to which. The distinctiveness of the voice and what you have to say I think is is significant to to the content of what you're saying whereas if you're writing a sitcom you are trying to entertain um and that is always going to dominate and should dominate um and so but but you can entertain in a very distinctive voice but ultimately the entertainment is the key whereas with the comedy drama I think the distinctiveness can override and I think that's fine which is why lots of people are drawn to it Mm
0: actually i'm just just thinking about what you're saying there, and I wonder um if we could maybe one of the ways that we could possibly um distinguish between comedy and comedy drama is to say, "Look at the difference between bluestone four two and mash um which are kind of you know yeah. covering very similar areas Bluestone four two is you know it's not it's not shying away from Covering yeah. the the you know the the sort of the, the horrors and the terrors of war, it's a you know it's a serious it's a very yeah. very serious subject dealt with in yeah. a comedic way in a sensitive way, um, but Mash is I guess is, you could say Mash is much more of a show that that that, that is specifically I mean it was set in the Korean War but it's specifically about the kind of Amer- American attitudes to war in vietnam wasn't it really and so it. Was oh much- yeah yeah
1: it was very Sorry. but then actually once once it got going mm. after two or three seasons it became less funny mm. um and more comedy dramery um whereas richard richard hurst and i very much wrote bluestone as a sitcom and frankly would have filmed it in front of an audience if we could have done but you can't yeah you can't detonate um <laughs> ieds uh, in uh safely in a Uh, studio context at least not at the moment you can't no (laughs) bloody Uh, bloody health health and safety safety gone mad yeah 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 yeah. well we're out of the eu now so surely (laughs) sooner or later we'll be able to do that um so i don't know i don't even know if that distinction is is going to pass the pass the test because we only called ourselves a comedy drama just because we didn't want people to think that we were just being goofy about the war yeah um so so the the title comedy drama for bluestone was a little bit dishonest to begin with um mm. so <laughs> i don't know but that th- but it was a different time you know this is ten years ago when yeah. we were starting out doing that so I th- um it's a, i guess you
0: know it, all credit to the bbc they are you know they're trying to kind of you know they they are trying to sort of um create a situation where to make it make it easier to make comedy shows and also on the one hand, so for, for the sitcom, what is a sitcom? Um, on the other hand, they're also making it easier for people who make drama to, to feel comfortable adding comedy to not feel they have to be totally serious. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, there are. I th- I think the streaming shows you see more of them, and things like sort of Bridgerton uh and and, uh, mm. and going back a bit, you know, Orange is the New Black. You know, they they are. These are dramas that have humour in them. Yeah. Um, and 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 I guess that's sort of that's kind of a little bit more. I mean, I'm just looking at these BBC writers' room thing, and there's there's hardly anything in there. that you you wouldn't say about sitcom. You know, we're looking for characters who are well-rounded and consistent, who drive the narrative rather than serve it. Well, you know, so are we. Um yeah. we're looking for a sense of storytelling ability, handling of pace, climax mood. Yeah, we want stories. We're always we're always complaining with the scripts that we read that there isn't enough story in them, you know. Uh and then, you know, we're looking to unearth the treasures, the page turners, the new perspectives, the engaging dialogue and the surprising character creations. Yeah. yeah me too you too mate. you know
1: and I think and I, but I think that that's warning people against the fact and what, what I think sometimes people think is that maybe that sitcoms really do need to get on with it. oh no 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 no, 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 but I'm writing a comedy drama, so I'm just very carefully setting up this and mm. setting up that character and so we're just introduced here and then we go there and then we see this character and then we don't quite know what this character's doing or that character doing, and you just say, yeah, that's that's boring, nothing's happening. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm just setting it up so, no, uh, go back and watch actual comedy dramas or even dramas. Um, and what they tend to do is they tend to get moving really fast. They start with an absolutely compelling scene and moment. My favourite drama that just comes off the top of my head that had moments of comedy in it, but was not a particularly funny show was Damages, right? Um, which had uh, Glenn Close in it and Rose Byrne. And, you know, it starts out with this young intern, legal intern in a lift covered in blood and then goes back eight months before. And then each episode, it goes back slightly further and then comes forward slightly more. And it, they eventually the story meets in the middle. But it's really good storytelling, but it completely hooks you from the beginning. Whereas I think what some comedy dramas do is tend to sort of seed lots of things and then give you a cliffhanger. But what My suggestion would be, if you're writing a half hour comedy drama, um, is write an episode, as it were, that resolves really fast after, say, 22 minutes and start the next one. Um, So that then you've got a cliffhanger uh, that's going to take you into the next thing. Um, And that's what, you know, back in the day when everyone was watching Crack Cocaine TV, which was 24, what it would do is it would absolutely hook you from the beginning and then it would end you on a cliffhanger. Um, and then you'd wanna start watching the next one. And that would eventually resolve after 20 minutes. And then it would start the next mm. massive event and cliffhanger. And so it was sort of resolving an episode and starting one. So it was, still, it was still telling stories that sort of had a rhythm to them and resolve them. They just chopped it up slightly differently. Mm. Um, so I think what I tend to find in the comedy drama scripts that I'm reading, is that it feels like, oh, I'm not writing a sitcom, so I can sort of do whatever I like. Um, And I can set up this and do that and have, oh, there's a nice little scene here uh, when she's riding around her bike with a basket in the front and there's some nice music. Here are the specific pieces of music um, that we're listening to as she does that and stuff. It's like, um, no, uh, get get on with it. Still, get on with it. Um, would that be your experience of those sorts of scripts as well dave yeah I think so and uh,
0: i think you know but one, one of the, the um shows that i've i've watched a, a, um, quite a quite a lot of um, desperate housewives is a, is a good example i mean it ran for nine series and was yeah. kind of clearly jumping various sharks sort of around about series five or six <laughs> but you know to be fair that was they'd already done about a hundred you know how how do you still do this hundred depth? about these same four people, but you know it opened exactly like you say. It had a massive, massive opening. Fantastic, high concept. I mean, Sunset Boulevard to some extent, but it's you know the in the opening scene, the a supposedly lead character who, who is the narrator of the show uh, shoots herself. You know, and and there's you know, hi, I'm uh, you know, uh, it's a Mary I'm, Alice or something. Mary Alice, yes, yeah, and uh, you know, I'm and I'm uh, narrating the whole series, you know, yeah, and it's like, wow, <laughs> you know, and yeah. and, but, out of that, you know, series after series, you get these four women characters, the the, the living ones, and and Mary Alice is kind of yeah. appears in occasionally as well so and they all they all really strong characters and they're good strong comedy characters and there are probably three stories per episode that yeah. resolve themselves in the episode but yeah. then there's one story that will stretch over so it's a, it's it is a it, it it is a sitcom you know it has the it has a lot of sitcom elements but there is this one drama thing so so i guess what i'm saying is Kind of what you're saying there is yes and and, and what what da, Danny's saying is um you know yes it is still it is still a sitcom you can still be true to the sitcom uh form, but yeah. um you need to have just the sort of the a, a sense of of it you know a cliffhanger of something doesn't have to be the whole every every character but you know some part of it so I mean that in terms of offering people advice as a, from a sort of starting point of how do you um how do you write a comedy drama I would say that when you're thinking of the idea you're still you're still thinking of a, a sitcom um but you know you've got also a very very rough sense maybe of where you are at the start of episode one and then a kind of you want to know where you're going to be at the end of episode six and you want to have maybe you know that so that's point one and point four and you maybe want to have two other big points in between two and three so if you've kind of got four sort of big things so that you know where you are at the start and you kind of have an idea where you'll be at the end, and you can map in a couple of other things in between. That, that, so that's on, you know, separate from you having this sitcom. It's just something extra that you put in there i'm I'm actually going to be doing you know i do my sort of build a sitcom course uh i've been doing it a lot for the last two years but this time from uh, september i'm going to be doing it um for build a comedy drama and actually you know i'm i've I've got an idea of what it's going to be like it's going to be similar to the sitcom one but i think i will find out in the process (laughs) of doing it um You know what what works and what doesn't. You know when people send me their scripts and send me their ideas, that's. I think I'm going to find out a lot more doing that course. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and I think we're just being honest, really, still about the fact that it's we don't really know what what this mixture is between comedy and drama, and that you know there's a genre which I'm now calling, it's a funny drama. So there are dramas, but they have jokes in them. I don't know Mm. if Succession would count as a funny drama. Um, I've not seen it because I don't have have Sky. I would say it's definitely a drama. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely not a sitcom. It's definitely not a sitcom, but
0: with Georgia and Tony and Jesse writing yeah. for it, it's impossible for it not to be funny as well yeah.
1: and there is inherent absurdity to the situation, mm. you know, and there's an element of parody to it because it is basically the Murdochs, isn't it, so well, and um, it's,
0: it's King Lear as well, you know Right. so it's, yeah. it is, yeah, it's the Murdochs and it's King Lear, so yeah. it, it very much has that, you know, it, it, it's got that sort of comedy well, not comedy so much, but certainly that dramatic pedigree and there's, yeah.
1: you know and again yeah. because it's coming from comedy people but it's being it's got an absolutely rock solid this is about dynasty this is about a powerful family and vying for power and control and who and and succession I mean that's what it's about yeah. and so in, in a way I think the the rules are still super clear on what is this show you know mm. what is succession about succession <laughs> it's the murdochs meets king lear oh yeah. Great, okay, is it funny oh yeah, yeah, it's funny yeah. as well, oh, brilliant, but it doesn't it, it would still be good even if it weren't funny, yeah, and what it has
0: um and just 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 kind of answering your question on the hoof is uh yeah it's about the the the, the siblings it's about the yeah. three main and there's actually a fourth there's a sort of step brother as well, and you know they are there there are they are comedy characters i mean they they are characters with with comic. Uh, sides to them. There is, the, yeah. there is the uh, one clearly openly c- comedic character who is the yeah. the free laughs. Um, there is the uh, serious older character, um, you know, who is basically all all style and no substance. And then there is the, the the daughter, the middle character, who is you know the the classic middle stuck in the middle, uh, you know, is always torn between the other two kind of things. So it's yeah. you know it could easily you could easily take. He could easily take succession and turn it into a sitcom with an audience just by making it about the three wacky kids and yeah. you know, what they get up to trying to trying to vie for their father's attention.
1: Yeah, and that would work. But yeah. I like the idea that you've got this sort of classic structure thing format. So, for example, you know, your show could be I Claudius, <laughs> but it's set in the Scottish Parliament. Um, you know what I mean? It's like, or it is um, you know, so you you've you've just got this really clear sense of what it is. It's a it's a serial killer show, you know, but it's also um you know, about um it's it's but it's also funny. It's the funny serial killer show. Yeah. Um but it, you know, it, it's Hannibal Lecter, but with jokes, you know, it's <laughs> um so and that could be a sitcom. But actually, you know, if if it's a long if it's an if it's a long running battle between, um, you know, the the, the hard boiled detective is going to bring this person to justice, and they they can't find them, and if it, it's sort of silence of the lambs, but it's, hmm. and I guess that's the other thing that the other big elephant in the room. I don't know. I mean, it sort of applies. It's embarrassing, but the reality is, streaming services mean that people watch episode one, and if they like it, they'll watch episode two and three and four up to episode. Eight, nine, ten, and so you can now do stuff with a series that you just couldn't really do before. There was not really quite the expectation of serialisation. Uh, they were quite rare serials mm. in the past, weren't they? You didn't yeah. get, you didn't get many of them. Uh, you know, previously you had Lovejoy and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but and then there was this sort of, then you get the sense that. TV is now where all the grown-ups are, and they're making movies, but they're just long movies. So, like, Breaking Bad is an 80-hour movie, uh, which <laughs> yeah. is about this character's journey from... Was he a schoolteacher? Um, yeah. Who then has to, you know, do drugs in order to pay for medical care, who sort of ends up, you know, in a completely different situation. So, I mean, that th- 40 years ago, that would have been a movie. Yeah.
0: And um, that's that. That's as you say. The big thing with streaming is now you do watch. You know, you you just watch and watch, and you know, we, we've, I've, I've gone through the whole of you know, Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine and um, you know and the Gilmore Girls. So just just cause of streaming, and they just yeah, you know, it just takes you three months to watch something that took you seven years. Yeah. Um and yeah, it is like it is like watching a movie. So so you do. It is that that's probably where you are going to learn but 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 th- i suppose the key takeaway that we're saying is you know don't don't throw away you know don't throw out the the the, the sitcom baby with the bath yeah. you know just still uh, as danny peak says you know still be uh thinking about the sitcom you know it is sitcom it is sitcom but yeah. There needs to be this this extra thing, and it's almost as I say it's almost a crowbar that's how pretty much how Danny's oh, yeah. describing it and it's a sitcom, but there is one thing that is running through it that's going to keep people watching yeah. to find you know for to, yeah for for things to move on and there's a, there's another thing which we we can't go into now because it's a whole separate thing which is which is I think that you also need to resolve the 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 sitcom character. Who never yeah. learns, and the drama character who learns. You know, there's a, yeah. a, how do you resolve that direct contradiction? We have talked about that before, but I think that's a whole other, a, a whole yeah. other issue
1: as well. I think the drama embraces that a bit more in a way that the comedy, the sitcom, is sort of geared never to end, and that's why the last episode's normally a disaster. Hmm. Um, but you know, it can it can work. But yeah, I just go back to what you're saying. I think there's always that. I would just make sure that you're always making sure that each episode is entertaining in its own right and has a story in its own right. And and I would say this to someone, even if it was a sitcom, but let's say you've got a lead character who discovers that they're adopted and they want to find their real parents, for example, which happened to a, a member of my family, not an immediate family, obviously. Um, but um, but But actually, that's a perfectly good sort of comedy drama quest and so each time it's like it's another step along the road to finding the person and we sort of know that they're gonna end up knocking on someone's door and again the temptation is to say well it's six episodes and maybe episode six is they finally get their knock on the door and there's an emotional reunion. These days things move quite fast. And actually I think you're going to get to them at episode four and they're not the person you thought they were. And it's actually way more complicated than that. And there's a whole extra thing, which is going to tip us into a second series anyway. Cause I, 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 cause I think all right from the beginning, a bit like a sitcom, even if it's a comedy drama, they're looking for multi-series potential rather than just a one-off, a series with it, which is basically a, a three four hour movie and you're done you know so it's worth thinking what series one what series two what series three but again not forgetting that each episode in its own right needs to be a fun watch and a fun story because you're entertaining people who work hard they get home they'd like to watch some tv and they would like to be entertained um, but they're also perfectly prepared to be hooked uh, on a really good story with some brilliant characters but do remember to entertain them first uh, because your story might not be quite as hooky uh, as you might think yeah no that's a good i think that's a very
0: strong point to uh to wrap this up really yeah uh, so. so we're gonna
1: we, we are except we are going to keep talking for a little bit longer on patreon so there is an extended version of this episode where we've got one or two questions from our Patreons about this exact subject so we'll, we'll ramble on a bit more there But until then, it sounds like people should be emailing you to get on this uh, comedy drama course, Dave.
0: Yep, funnyup02, funnyup02 at gmail.com. Still a couple of places left, so yeah, do that. Jump
1: onto that, yeah. And go to my blog and stuff. Um, (laughs) I'm sure there's stuff you can go. If you go to sitcomgeek.blogspot.com, you'll find a link to my mailing list. And actually, I've done a video, which if you're a member of my mailing list... Uh, you can watch which is called what is a comedy drama so uh, if you sign up to the situation room mailing list you can find that and there might be a link in the show notes Uh, I don't know but go to sitcomgeeks and uh, sitcomgeek.blogspot.com and click around and or you could join us on patreon to get this extended episode and extended previous episode and also we've got in the bag an episode with scott dickers founding editor of the onion uh, which will be out in a few weeks time but if you want to get hold of that now and previous episodes that we've also recorded that we've not yet put out yet uh, again extended and all that kind of stuff And you get to be a member of our secret Facebook group and Discord channel. Um, And so there's lots of uh, chat going on there about stuff we're watching and enjoying and critiquing and all that kind of business. And uh, so yeah, so join us on Patreon. The the whole benefits of Patreon are being slightly reviewed over the summer, but basically uh, get stuck in for extra episodes um, or extra content and a bit of community. And it would be great if you could just support the show because we probably would have packed it in by now if it hadn't been our Patreons just keeping us um, encouraged enough to to keep doing it. Is that fair, Dave? I think that's
0: fair. And not only that, we're very excited. We're coming very, very close to number 200. So the double century. So looking forward to um, getting that episode uh, together as well.
1: Yeah, great. Well, thanks very much for listening, everyone. And we'll speak to you next time. Thank you. Cheerio.